Hello, fellas. Uh, Welcome to the Rolly Gang. Welcome to the Rolly Gang. Welcome to the 29th episode of That Film You Like, the podcast where we talk about everything except film. And by everything, I mean mostly music. And goddamn, it is good to be back. It is good, good, good to be back. We Uh, haven't been recording every week. (laughs) <laughs> what you just been talking to yourself <laughs> <laughs> just just like tom hanks in castaway he's he's just got a volleyball every every week we've not uploaded i've been talking about film somewhere else <laughs> god damn it <laughs> you, you traitor but yes it's good to be back it's been many many months quite literally months since we've yeah. uh, last done an episode we've been on a bit of a hiatus a spiritual journey myself and Duell. uh yes. we've, we've explored each other's bodies um, climbed, climbed Kilimanjaro. It's been, it's been sweet. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I mean, you know, we, we can't tell you guys all about it because, you know, yeah. it's just... It, There's not enough time in the day, honestly. Yeah, yeah but we'll leave it to your imagination what we've been up to. Mostly crying. Um, but yeah, so we're back. Um, this is the 29th episode of the podcast. And, and what an episode it's going to be. Okay, so... We have, like, am I allowed to swear, Darrell? I'm not allowed to swear, am I? What's what? It depends what swear word you want to use. Can I say employee? You you can say employee. What? I can say employee. You can say. I say uh, (laughs) instead of. I say employee. No, you can you can say comma employee. You can say if you if you wish. (laughs) Okay. I can, I can, I can not say that as well. Well, you could just bleep it, funnily. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We've got a ton of music to talk about, man. Like, so much <laughs> music, do. months worth of music we to do. talk we're about. We're so behind. We're so behind. We're like, ah, I don't even know how we're gonna do this. But anyway, so we're gonna hit you with not even the newest releases. Uh, like four months of music, our backlog. We're gonna try and cover the biggest releases. We're not gonna cover every single single or every single album. Okay. So don't. Okay, I'm gonna edit that out. Don't, don't, don't at us. Don't at us if we haven't like spoken about the music that you wanted us to speak already about. Started. I know. Already I'm, I'm getting I'm getting heated about this. Don't You're already us. mad at people being mad at us. <laughs> I, I've I've predicted that they'll be mad at us and so I'm yeah. responding with madness. Um so yeah. Where do you wanna begin, Duel Gale? Where do you wanna begin? Well, Adam DeSalle, I think we should start with uh, perhaps the biggest and better release of the, uh, you know, the most high-profile releases, Donda. Mm. Donda. 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 Has ever dawned upon you that you need to get some bitches? Oh my god, yeah. I quit the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, quit. yes, Kanye West has released a new album. Donda. Mm-hmm. And exactly um, when he said he would as well. Yeah, there was totally not any delay. If you thought there was a delay, you're actually wrong. Not you're one, actually delayed. Not one delay. Exactly. Idiot. He's, he's never delayed an album ever. Never. Um, but yeah, so this is his 10th studio album um, released August 29th, 2021 by Good Music and Def Jam Recordings. Um, it was totally not initially set for release on July 24th, 2020 and it was not delayed multiple times. Um, and in July 2021, West did not set up a provisional recording studio at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, where listening events were held, were not held even on July 22nd and August 5th. No. And he also uh, did not feature uh, Marilyn Manson and DaBaby on stage just days before the release. 
he did not either. do that. It, yeah, totally didn't do that. But so there is no there is no angle for libel, okay, Mister West. <laughs> yeah. Um, I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> Don't we all? But no, seriously, I like this album. It is a good album, yes. in my opinion. It is good music, much it, like the record label. Yeah. Ah, I see what you did there. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so Donda is a, a brilliant uh, album. What, what else can I say? Uh, it's it's got... bloated. You can say it's bloated, because it is. I um, would, would agree. Let's talk, let's talk about the good stuff first, then we'll yeah. get to that. Yeah. Do you want to start with the good stuff? No, I think you could start with that because I have less good things to say. Okay, so the good stuff. The production quality, although it is a bit sketchy and it <laughs> clearly feels unfinished and rushed and it is not a finished product, Kanye admitted himself, all of his team have admitted that it was a rushed project just put out, like, unfinished to beat Drake to Certified Lover Boy, which we will also talk about. But Yes. So... But otherwise, like, although it feels unfinished, you can definitely feel like sonic production. Like the quality is not great, but the production and what they do with it, they take it in interesting perspectives. Quite frankly, it reminds me a lot of Life of Pablo. Um, I agree. I do agree with that. Which is not a bad thing because I enjoyed Life no, of Pablo. That's a, that's a uh, dare I say, one of Kanye's best albums to date. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, it's got some great features. Uh, Jay Z on Jail, awesome. Uh, yeah. Playboy Carty, you know, has a great feature on Off the Grid. Off the Grid is such a Absolutely. banger of a track. He he. It's f- one of the best ones in the. Yeah, best sure. best best track on the album, in my opinion. Um, we also need to talk about Jonah. Oh no, I'm going to play it. Uh, <laughs> the return. Of, <laughs> oh no, Adam's about to play something. Uh, Jonah. Um, is great in my opinion. I think that's my favorite track on the album. Really? Not, yeah, because I just yeah. I'd like to say about the producers as well. Yeah. Not even with like not not even con- controversy or anything, but a lot of this, there are a lot of collaborative like producers on top of this record, and because it's so bloated, it is a, a, an incredible thing that they've actually managed to almost make it cohesive. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish. We're gonna let you yeah, finish. I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> I'm gonna let you finish. But stop texting. Go find God. <laughs> Come back when you found God. I forgot and- about that. I forgot <laughs> about that. Um, if, like with I mean, producers like Mike Dean was all over this, and it was like funny about how you know how difficult it was for him to like you know i mean did you see the dm about you know kanye telling mike dean to get back to work because then like he yeah done something wrong. It's, all, it's all over the place there's just so many people that are writing and producing like swiss beats is on this mike dean's on this a bunch of other producers like it's it's crazy and it's almost all coherent hmm. you know yeah it is kind of a thing uh, in the way that kanye west treated uh, kanye and his team the way he treated producers and sound technicians, you know, I referenced the um, stop texting, go find God, come right. back once you've found God. Like incredible, it's incre- it's incredible how but, like disjointed it feels. Exactly, like, for someone to just do that to people. Yeah. So although he's produced what yeah. I would consider to be a masterpiece of an album, you know, musically, um, yeah. he didn't. He had to break a couple of eggs. By a couple of eggs, he right. had to absolutely tread on human beings uh, yeah. and break them down and ignore 
workers' rights and everything like that to make this. So there is a bit of conflict there internally. But the music's just too good. No, the music is not just too good. A lot um, of, well, I mean, a lot of Kanye's music is sort of, people try to, to, to suggest art over artistry. And it's, I, it's an understandable perspective to sort of take because you want to celebrate Donda without being burdened by the everything that came with the release of Donda. But hmm. it's so hard. You can't ignore it. If yeah. you are a, you know, if you're a socially conscious kind of person, you can, I guess, appreciate what's been released here, which is, to be fair, a fantastic album. Um, yeah. But you can't ignore the... <laughs> the lack of humanity that came with it and then the, the, the amount of artists that have not only defended the sort of the unbridled sort of lack of respect or humanity yeah like scissor right she yeah she which was is like... very disappointing very very upsetting to me because she is a yeah we love scissor but we don't love scissor when she's she doesn't say workers rights yeah. come on man um it is also ironic that you know, an album that's so intertwined with spirituality, spirituality, Christianity, and like a human connection between a, a son right. and a mother, like it's it's a dedication to his mother Donda, would have such controversy around it in terms of, you know, how Kanye West treats other people in his life. You know, there, yeah. there's kind of that uh, juxtaposition there. Yeah. It's all these artists talking about come-ups and then not letting people come up the same mm. way. It's just you are a, like a walking, talking contradiction every time you release an album at the behest of other people that arguably worked a little bit harder than you. Yeah. Sorry, guys. There's a drunken man wailing outside <laughs> my house. That's me, actually, recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't... <laughs> Yeah, that's so weird. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, anyway. But then he's got those baby keen vocals outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the, f what the F was that? What the frick? What the frick, man? You've what the swearing, frick was that? You've been swearing so much already. Um, I, remembered, I, remembered, I remembered who the vocalist uh, on Jonah was. It's yeah. uh, Vori. Vori has a, a big career ahead of him. God, he's such a great vocalist. He he doesn't only appear on that uh, on Jonah. I think he also appears on No Child Left Behind. Great vocalist, and yeah, Lil Durk's feature on there was also pretty cool. But uh, and obviously mm. Jonah, with a dedication to Jonah Ware, independent artist from Louisville, uh, who was unfortunately shot and killed on August eighth, twenty twenty. The weekend, sorry, segue from that. Obviously, pretty bad that that guy was shot. Um, but the weekend, am I right? <laughs> the, weekend, eh? the, the weekend on hurricane uh, yes that was a strong a strong feature hurricane was the first song that i heard on donda because my nephew showed me he was like oh you gotta listen to this so he like gave me his headphones and i listened to hurricane and i was like what the hell this is like nothing i've ever heard before the uh, hurricane is just like an amazing track uh the weekend is amazing and yeah just really great <clears throat> Yeah, and I'm not the biggest fan of the weekend, but uh, Hurricane is such a strong, such a strong song on this, on this album where you could find, you could pick and choose really, because there's 27 songs. Hmm. But for for a song to stand out like, like Hurricane, like Off the Grid, like Jail, like Moon, like yeah. Jonah, 
They, they, it's, it's get that Kid Cudi reference, Kid Cudi feature on there. You love it. Yeah. Yeah, even he's can't escape Kid Cudi. Mm. <laughs> Literally. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, in all, I feel like it's just a good, it's just a good album, isn't it, really? Yeah, except for the bad things. <laughs> except for that. Get, oh, ow. Got my mic and my crotch. <laughs> wow, that was a heavy sound. <laughs> Got a heavy crotch, what can I say? <laughs> Heaviest crotch in the West, guys. <laughs> That's take, what they call me down, down at the strip club. But yeah, there are, although the album is generally really great, there are some really <laughs> some bad strip bits. Club. <laughs> um, yeah. As we said, it's unfinished. It feels unfinished. Uh, yes. in certain places like although the production is insane uh the production quality is not that great like production good production quality not good um yeah also t- uh, little baby keem's feature get out <laughs> t- t- mm-hmm. t- and everyone was like that's fire that's not fire he just stutters saying the name tame impala that's his feature anyway uh other things i don't <laughs> like i think yeah, you said it was bloated. Definitely is. I don't it feel absolutely like absolutely suffers from that. We don't need jail part two. We don't need all those part twos at the end, especially because jail part two has the baby and screwed the baby. Uh, yeah. Also, I hate the track. I know a lot of people love this track, but I hate the track "Jesus is Lord." It goes okay. on for far too long. It's not that interesting, and there also are long songs that aren't that necessary. Yeah, and but also the, but the, the Jesus Lord trilogy. Like it's not a trilogy. It's like two, two, isn't it? But yeah. like one of them is eight minutes, almost nine minutes, and one of them is eleven and a half minutes. Yeah. Now this album was already bloated, yeah. and then to release to give us songs that, I mean, they just like talking in general. It took me three days to get through this entire album willingly. You know, you could have tied me to a chair, sure, and maybe listened for two hours, but I didn't want to listen to all this because I could see how <laughs> how congested this album is. It suffers big time. Yeah, from that. but I don't only dislike Jesus is Lord because it's a long song. I like some long songs, um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I dislike Jesus is Lord because of the message. Uh, okay. Specifically, Jesus is Lord is all about the whole why was Kanye a MAGA guy for a bit? And Kanye gives the excuse that he went to the White House and put the MAGA hat on and met with Donald Trump because uh, he was trying to free um a prisoner um larry hoover uh larry hoover for those of you who are not aware uh he was basically a gang leader uh and he was sent sentenced to life imprisonment uh he was co-founder of the chicago street gang gangster disciples uh and he was serving six life sentences at the adx florence prison in colorado um now you might ask why was he sent to six life sentences? That's a bit excessive, isn't it? Well, you know, he he and his gang killed loads of people, okay? They killed <laughs> loads of people. He deserves to be in prison right. for and life. He's still in, and just to, to note, he is still incarcerated, despite the whole facade that Kanye put on, allegedly. Yeah. It has a happy ending. And while Hoover was incarcerated, he ran the gang's illicit drug trade, both in prison and on the streets. Uh, but obviously, Kanye has a voicemail from Larry Hoover Jr., who is the son of Larry Hoover. 
uh, and he's like, my father did not or never yes. will continue the drug trade or illegal activities of the gangster disciples or whatever. And it's like, well, he already did do that. So what are you even talking about? Yeah, I know it's a controversial topic, but yeah, I don't really like it. I don't, you know, Kanye's no stranger to doing stupid. <laughs> and sorry, I'm swearing a lot, but yeah, that's all right. It's just annoying. It's uh, <clears throat> it is annoying. I'm, I well, so when I was uh, well, even being you know growing up in the middle of Kanye doing this whole publicity stunt I was quite clued into the fact that there's not a chance that Kanye cares enough about politics in general let alone just about about any specific issue for for I don't know for the to put on a MAGA hat and pretend as if he cares about party politics Mm. I was well aware that this was sort of like a plea for prison reform even do you remember the time when Kim Kardashian went to meet the first, the, the the first lady. No, it's not the first lady. What's she called again? No, it's the first lady. The, Ivanka Trump. Is it? Yeah. Okay, it is. Right, I was right. Right. I felt, I felt weird. I felt weird. I felt <laughs> wrong there. I never feel well, wrong. Well, it does normally. feel, it does feel wrong <laughs> to call Ivanka Trump the first yeah, lady. Yeah, that's true. To be honest, that's true. Funny. But they met, they met and talked about prison reform. Now, no offense, okay, but what the goddamn does Kim Kardashian know <laughs> about prison laws, <laughs> let alone prison reforms? I like I some of the, the Gaga songs. What the fuck does she know about cameras? <laughs> literally, literally, what the hell is she doing there? But I knew it was about, you know, releasing connections that they had. I knew it was about, you know, there's a, there's a personal gain. There's no, you know, there's no trade-off where it's just Kanye likes Trump, so Trump meets Kanye, and, they, and they're all buddy-buddy. There is mm-hmm. obviously, obviously something to, to gain there. And you could you could argue that, oh, yay, Kanye actually didn't... That's funny, because yay is his name. <laughs> oh, yay, Kanye didn't, like, <laughs> he didn't really like Trump that much. It was all just like a, a ploy. And you're like, oh, okay, that's a, a little victory. In the mess of it being completely morally abject, how, how am I supposed to feel? How are most people supposed to feel about that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, So yeah, that's why I don't like Jesus Lord. Uh, I don't like it, uh, not just because it's long and I don't find it very interesting, but also the message behind it is total BS. Right, yeah. Um, But yeah, I think generally speaking, I like the rest of the album. I don't, everyone feels a bit weird about the Pop Smoke um, feature. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it being shoehorned in. That's per- but I just I feel the same consistently about posthumous releases. Yeah, that's just how I feel. Yeah, um, but it didn't offend me as <clears throat> much as uh, Jesus Lord. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, otherwise pretty solid. Travis Scott's uh, feature was not bad. It was uh, the 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 most decent thing he could do was not stink up the whole joint like he normally does on every single song he features on so yeah generally speaking really great album um but there are some stinkers there are some bad things about it it's not perfect it's not even finished um (laughs) but yeah we liked it okay get a load of that yeah exactly i give it a garfield one Shall we talk about Certified Boy Lover? I mean, yeah. Certified Lover Boy. By, Let's talk by Drake. about Millie. Let's talk about Drake and his Millies right now. He's Let's got so many Millies. Let's talk um, about it. I hit Drizzy, told him I had a Millie for him. Better bar than any of the bars you'll find on this album. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Certified Lover Boy is certified trash, dude. I, <laughs> I, I hate this album. Uh, so... This is the sixth studio album by Canadian rapper Drake. It was released Only on six. six. 
Yeah. Only six. It feels like he's longer. been around forever. Yeah. Too long. Every Drake album. Sounds the same. It, it literally, it, this sounds like every, like he doesn't innovate. Compared it to Donda. Like, it's just a shorter Scorpion. Literally. Yeah. Compared to Donda where, you know, Kanye did so much like on that album. He did gospel. He did like even tried his hand at like a Playboy Carti-esque uh, like track on uh, Janyo once. And like he even did a drill track on Off The Grid. Whereas with Drake, it's it's more R&B and occasional rapping with not very good bars. And yeah. Th- yeah, and it sounds like everything else he's already done and doesn't vary it up at all. Garbo. Garbo, yeah. mate. Yeah. Sorry. It's just like, but and people would be like, oh, mate, Drake's most consistent. It's like, but yeah, like. Most like, consistent. Yeah, but he doesn't vary at all. Yeah, well, like, what's the point? What's the point in listening to a guy that's coasting on, 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 you know, a three out of ten because yeah. he knows it'll bump money? Like, what? Who cares? Like, it's just so dead. It's so dead. All I would say about, all I really, truly have to say about CLB, besides the lyrics, which I hope we will start joking about in a second, is. Just watch the video where DJ Academics falls asleep listening to his beloved Drake. Who's your top five? Because mine is Drake every Drake, single Drake. day of the week. Drake, 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 Drake. And he's just sleeping, sleeping like the rest exactly. of us. This is, a rest is normal people. No offense. OK, there are so many better Drake albums or even Drake content. I will I will not lie to you and say he's never released anything decent or good. But this this is not worth my time. Exactly. Right? I honestly thought Scary Hours was yeah. actually better than this, and I didn't yes. even really like Scary Hours. It was. It was. Generally. Um, but yeah, he's got loads of features on here. Every single feature, like, outdoes Drake, and that's, you know, pretty depressing. At least Kanye. Like, <clears throat> Donda felt very feature-heavy, and it, but, like, he still held his own he's against his features. Yeah. The thing. He's, still, he's still Kanye, and he's like, Kanye will always still feel like he's leading a song even yeah. if he gets people on it yeah, yeah exactly um but yeah so some really like he's, he's got the biggest names in the industry on this album he's even got kid cuddy um and jay-z and, and both sides and lil wayne and rick ross um and right. 21 savage and future he's got future twice because of course uh-huh. and, and <laughs> um, scott way too sexy yeah that's like one of the worst songs i've ever heard it's either that or um girls want girls say you a lesbian yeah. girl me too oh. girls want girls is one of the worst things i've heard all year and it'll it'll make the list yeah. it'll make the list come the end of the year as well it's just <laughs> awful they're doing uh something that isn't coke in that bathroom Ugh. oh sorry no they're doing something that isn't pepsi in that bathroom isn't coke well adam it is <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just drinking cans of Pepsi in the bathroom. Something oh, weird about that. Yeah, no, the, that's what the boys. The boys just drinking Pepsi. And yeah, we in the toilets. Um, but yeah, awful. awful so yeah, awful. this this album sucks, man. Uh, I if I had to pick my favorite track, it would probably be the opener, Champagne Poetry, uh, which he got the like backing. I track. agree. I was gonna say. So I was gonna say that as well. He got the but backing only track of the from that. Yeah. yeah, the sample from Mass uh, Go. That's it. So what we're saying is listen to one if you really want to listen to Champagne Poetry and then switch it off. Yeah, and then go listen to Mass Ego because he's way better than Drake. 
um, and <laughs> and like yeah, just a way better artist. Uh, it's either that or Yeba's heartbreak, um, and that's simply because Yeba is a phenomenal artist and she carries that whole track and Drake's like not even on it that much, so that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, even the Kid Cudi, like I love Kid Cudi. I've been listening to so much Kid Cudi on our hiatus. Um, but the Kid Cudi track on here is lackluster, and uh, yeah, it's a shame. Well, it's not actually no, no, it isn't. It's not a shame because you should know all what you're getting with Drake already. And if mm. you didn't know that you weren't that you weren't going to get anything innovative or interesting, you know, even in its simplicity, it's not even captivating remotely. Yeah. If you didn't know that you were going to get that, shame on you for being so bloody stupid. I was going to swear at you, but I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Also, the song "Frickin' Fans," num- number yeah. twenty on the album "Frickin' Fans." What yes. a weird ass song! Stop, yeah. stop talking about your son. Like I'm okay with you talking about your son, but don't Could pretend he still... like Could he you still did. Hurt. He's still hurt. Exactly. Still hurt. Don't pretend like you you intended for everyone to know about your son. Pusher pushed you so far, and he outed you and outed your son to the world, and now you're talking about like imagine. You you keep talking about how like you didn't want that, and now you're talking about it on a track, and your son's gonna have to grow up, and he's gonna have to listen to that. Like, what the hell is wrong with you, you and egotistical Eric? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting really heated about this. Sorry, I need that's to a bigger uh, that's a big um, lasagna basically. It's not a right lasagna, right? No, right? this is this is not a lasagna. <laughs> this is a big old fat old Monday. This, this is a big Monday plus OD gets the walks all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly that. Um, Awful. But yeah, do we have anything else to say about it? Just don't listen I need to, to it. I need to pee. That's what oh, I have okay. to say about it. On the <laughs> album. You're on the album. So yeah, I don't really think we have anything more to say about Certified Boy Lover. Um, Nothing else. Just a bit of a sus album. Um, <laughs> a sussy bucker of an album. I'd say uh, so. And yeah, I don't like it. Uh you know the 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 discussion will always come up i mean he references the whole kanye beef on 7am bridal path oh, which is better don or so if i love boy like is that even <laughs> a question like, dude it sounded like you yawned which would have been <laughs> an adequate answer as well <laughs> <laughs> which is better don or so if i love a boy uh the answer is call me if you get lost uh <laughs> no uh, yes no, yes you're right easily, no, you're right easily the if if you really wanted to go down into the pissing thing um, like the pissing contest between the two, it's easily Donda. If you think it's certified easily. boy lover, you're an idiot. Easily, easily. People do, but every time, uh, okay, now I'm getting heated. Every time I see this argument, someone goes, "How many streams have it got?" You are a fool. You're a fool. Who yeah, cares? you know, Kid Leroy has more streams than like Kendrick oh, Lamar. Damn. Streams mean nothing about quality so of music. Dumb. But yeah, dumb. people go like, oh, well, if lots of people listen to it, then it must be good. It's like, it doesn't mean lots of people listen. I'm sure it's a lot of people. Lots of people voted for the Nazis and, and listened to Coldplay. You can't people. trust people. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It's stupid. Anyway, yeah. it's a dumb argument, but obviously Donda is a lot better. Yeah. In quality, and I also, at least, and that should I, matter more. I also enjoyed that Kanye didn't, like, go down to Drake's level in terms of, like, putting a a, a, a response on the album like he did have a response prepared life of the party which drake leaked and it was better than every single track on certified boy lover and it was sick and it was sick i it mean was, he it was so sick 
he licked, he leaked a track with Andre 3000. How did he think that was yeah. like an own? How did he, he think thought, that was an he own? Thought that was a, he thought that was a devious lick. Didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and it was not. A, an absolutely was... <laughs> diabolical, devilish lick. He was like rubbing his hands together and it was just a pencil case. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. So dumb. Andre 3000 is the dumbest thing ever. Such but, a uh, sick single. Yeah. Anyway, let, let's move on from Drake and Drake and Dondo and Kanye and no whatever. Drake. Let's talk about the real album of the year. Um, and no, Baby I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about melodic blues? <laughs> yeah. Rolly gang, Rolly gang. <laughs> I've been saying it all week. I I I can't stop. I can't stop. The melodic blue is is is. I genuinely like it. Bit of background. <laughs> I genuinely like it. Bit of background, myself and Darrell met up and I went over to his gaff, his new uni gaff, his new student accommodation. And we listened to Melodic Blue together. And when Roly Gang came on, well, the, the actual song is called Ranger Brothers. When that song came on, we were like dying laughing uh, because of just how dumb it was. Like The whole thing is so funny. Yeah. It's like well produced. It, it has no right being so good. It's so good. I don't know what it is. I can't. I couldn't even tell you, but I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, so what? Goofy. Do you unironically like melodic blue? Genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. Really? Not even all of it. Not all of it. But like the thing with Kanye, like not with Kanye, with the thing with Kendrick being on it so much, I was sort of skeptical because I take him very seriously <laughs> because of how he set up his music. So it's not my fault that I. When Kendrick releases something, I think, oh, it's got to be not even just generally conscious because he does voices, you know, and he, and he is goofy sometimes. But I take his craftsmanship seriously. This is just a piss take, this album. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, it's going to suck. And then I actually listened. And I was like, in parts, it's actually not bad. Like, and it's it's relatively sound. But like it's just it's a it's a it's a good laugh, <laughs> most of it. It's actually really good though, like really well made. Range Brothers is a great song, mm. and I'm not gonna back down from that. It's so well produced. The beat is it goes in, like the bars are good. The 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 connection between Keem and Kendrick is like it's so fluid and it's so easy to listen to. It's just like so enjoyable, and yeah, I don't know. Um, Family Ties. Not so much, <laughs> not so much the one for me, but like the songs with Don Tolliver and uh, the Travis Scott features trash, but that's just because of Travis Scott. And like the, the I mean, the Brent Fayez song, I like that. I like Lost Boys a lot. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of it, I just, it's just really enjoyable. And like to come out of a time where it was like, you know, it's either Donda or CLB you had to be listening to, and it was all like super toxic and competitive just to have an alternative like this it was actually really really fun for me at least Uh, okay yeah i get you i I think it is like a lighter hearted um like less serious alternative to those two yeah i i can see that but also i don't think it's very good in terms of like music um (laughs) on my first listen when baby keem said in auto-tune i need a girlfriend (laughs) i turned that i turned it off I turned it off right there. It took me like a week a to come back. To yeah. When he said that, <laughs> I turned it off. Uh, like, enough. legit. I could understand that. Baby Kim's delivery is 
Like, I, I like Baby Keem. Well, I used to like Baby Keem. Like, wh- wh- when he dropped the first, like, singles, like, um, Orange Soda, that song is banging, but it's not on the album. Now you, now you love him. No, no, now I absolutely despise him. His delivery is so annoying. He does, like, this squeaky voice thing, but, like, but, like he's not trying to be Playboy Cardi, but Playboy Cardi did the squeaky voice thing way better than him. Um, and his delivery is just so annoying. Like, it, it's ear grating. Honestly, Melodic Blues is absolute ass, in my opinion. Uh, and, and, like, yeah, you could like it as, like, a light-hearted, funny album, but I don't like it. And, yeah. And the Kendrick, think, the Kendrick honestly, versus... I, I get that, though. I mean, I think that... I, I honestly think that they have great chemistry, though. I don't know. It's so hard to overlook, because... Even with the, I don't know, even with, like, Baby Keem's own stuff, I feel like it's just, like, it's really entertaining. And he actually has, sometimes he has things of substance to say. And I'm not saying it's an, oh, across the whole album. But, like, there are sometimes moments where you think, like, oh, well, we actually got something introspective. Sure, it was, like, under the veil of this really parodical sort of delivery. But it actually, it turns out to be a, a relatively good listen for yeah. most of it. But I absolutely that it's not like with CLB where I can un- I can't understand people liking it. Yeah, but I agree. With, with with this album, I really really do understand people not liking this. Like, yeah, it's, it's not this is not meant for the the you know widespread acclaim. Mm. I don't think. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. So what are you, what rating are you giving it? A Garfield? Personally, personally, I'd give it I'd give it a um. I, I would I, I don't know. I'd give it yeah, I'd give it a, a Garfield. I'd okay. give it a Garfield. Fair enough. Um yeah. Okay, is that getting a Monday from you though? No, it's not getting a Monday. I'd give it an O D, but yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Um okay, so where do you want to go next? Um I don't know. Do you wanna pick up from Ralph? Do you wanna keep on it? Uh yeah, let's go to Call Me If You Get Lost. Album Good. of the Year interview. Tyler very, the Creator's new most recent album, album of the year material for sure. Is it better than Igor? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna start this discussion right off the bat. Is it better than Igor? No, but it is good. No, it's not. In a different no, way. No, it's not. Uh, generally speaking, really, really great album. Like it's it feels like a victory lap for Tyler after the success of Igor. Like that hit mainstream success. Um. It feels like Call Me If You Get Lost is kind of like him kind of lapping it up and saying like, yeah, this is this is who I am. I'm successful. It's my sixth studio album. Like, and, you know, I'm doing well. He, he just kind of like brags yeah. for most of the album. And it's not a bad kind of bragging. I like to see Tyler succeed. Like, I'm, I'm happy he's succeeding. Obviously, I wasn't there from day one, so I'm not going to pretend like I was listening to him back <laughs> in Goblin and Yonkers. Oh, my, when... I saw Aldi come out. I yeah. was in the fab box in the liars. Bunch of liars on the yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, like I do not own a single piece of odd future merch, so I'm not about to say like I've been I've been a fan of Tyler since day one, and it's great to and see. We were him eleven. Up. We were eleven. Yeah, a bunch of people were as well. Yeah. So, but I am glad to see him like reach acclaim because I think he is a talented artist and yeah. uh, an all around like good guy, and I think he deserves it, and he's very very talented. Um, and also, although he's bragging about it, every single song is a banger, except for, in my opinion, Sweet Slash, I Thought You Wanted to Dance. But every single song is a banger. Like, 
the, this is really great music. It's very different to Igor. It's more in tone with like Wolf and some of the earlier like stuff in his discography. But um, yes, it just seems feel it feels a lot more complete and a lot more clean, like than those records where there yeah. was always like the op the the option to be like, oh, this isn't you know this isn't the level of craftsmanship we want him to be at. Like he's actually just rapping. You know, he's rapping clean. Fire lyrics, fire bars, like the whole yeah. album, and and the, and it's produced so well. I mean, who was on it again? Uh, Lil Uzi Vert, Pharrell Williams, Lil Wayne, Daisy World, yeah. uh, DJ Drama. Who I a lot of people complained about DJ Drama, but I think he adds a great energy to this album. Uh, I love his commentary. Yeah, and yeah, I think DJ Drama is great. Uh, Domo Genesis, <laughs> Tizo Touchdown, Young Boy Never Broke Again. He's never going to be broke again. Stop saying he is. He isn't. Uh, he will never be broke again, okay? 42 Dog. <laughs> like, yeah, some great, great names. Um, some great yeah. names. Yeah. Some lovely names. Had to pick a favorite track of the album. I, it's, it's Lumberjack. It's got to be. Lumberjack's so good. Yeah, Lumberjack goes hard. I, I'd say, yeah, it's either Lumberjack or Hot Wind Blows for me. There's something about Lil Wayne's verse on that that just hits different. Though Juggernaut with Pharrell and Lil Uzi is also a, uh, a it's highlight. True. It's a sleeper hit, yeah. yeah. I think Lumberjack just stands out. It's just so, it's such a power play. It feels like you know, it just yeah. it feels like it, feel, it almost feels like a live performance, like with the you know with all the the producers in the back and stuff. It's just it feels so alive that song. It's really mm. great. Yeah, it's I got think, a great I energy to it. I think it's been the best song of the year I've heard so far. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, but also, like, amongst all this, you have Tyler talking about, like, love again and, like, this whole relationship in the background where he was kind of, like, stealing another man's girl and the whole guilt of that, around that. It's, like, it's kind of an evolution from Igor where Igor was, like, a, solely a narrative around Tyler being in a love triangle um to now being like it's it's a part of the narrative but it's not the main part of the narrative it's mostly about tyler tyler's success tyler's development as a person and the love the romance plot takes aside but wilshire uh the 15th track on the album is solely dedicated to that and it's not bad like i love wilshire i think that's a really great track and i think think wilshire's great the pure like emotion that tyler delivers um you know on that track is it's just great yeah this album is great but definitely album of the year material uh mm-hmm. is it my album of the year so far no but we'll come Ooh. to that later will we yeah we will exciting well i was gonna say that i i'm um, i'm on standby until l sweatshirt drops later this year really i feel like that's gonna be it for me really mm-hmm. l sweatshirt you big yes, you l sweatshirt <laughs> you're a hater you're a hater i i disagree um Okay, shall we move on to the next album? Or, uh, by the way, this is two Garfields out of Garfield Two. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you want to move on to the next album? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's talk about sometimes I might be introvert. The yeah. uh, fourth studio album by Little Sims. Um, now, Darrell recommended this one to me. I I saw that it was getting a lot of coverage. Um, and he was like, oh, you need to listen to the new Lil' Sims album. I'd never listened to Lil' Sims before. This is my first foray. And this album is, it's, 
it's between this and another album that I'll also talk about is my album of the year so far. Uh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's a mixture of like neo soul, R&B, rap, like grime. Uh, Little Sims is a British rapper, for those of you who don't know. Um, just amazing production quality. Like the, the production on this is insanely good. Uh, like when, when the first song Introvert came on, with that kind of like, dun dun, like it, it felt like something out of a musical. Like I felt like I was watching or like a film soundtrack. It's that that well produced. Um, but it's not just, you know, glossy production. It's heart and soul, lyrical writing, song structure, brilliant, you know, emotion in every single track. And nothing, no time is wasted. Nothing is wasted in this. It's, it's concise. It, it, it's honestly like not far from perfection, in my opinion. Like it's, it's phenomenal. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop, you know, bragging about it. He but... just said everything for me, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what if else I... is there to say? <laughs> yeah. yeah. For for me, I kind of feel like they could have, like, you could have lived and died without hearing the interlude. Yeah. Uh, I like the narrative of like Sims's career being like this fairy tale story, and she's like guided by this fairy like godmother kind of character. I thought that was really interesting. That's my only issue, genuinely, is that they the interludes are as long runtime wise as a song would yeah. be, and I feel like it's just slightly, slightly poorly paced. Yeah. Other than that. It's beautiful craftsmanship. It's just so, so good. Completely earworm material. Any song. Yeah. Any songs. But I mean, particularly like, I mean, I love introvert genuinely, but like, I don't know, like, <laughs> there's so, there's so much to talk about. Woman, the next song is so good. Yeah. And point and kill. I, I really like that song as well. It's just, there's so much to talk about with this album. It's just Little Sims again knocked it out of the park gray area from 2019 that album it's almost seamless from for me as well yeah. and it's just you know she's just so so in tune with what makes a, a a completely listenable album start to finish i think she i think this is a she's nailed it again yeah when when lil sim said woman to woman i just want to see you glow that hit me even though yeah. i'm a man but no, you're a woman man <laughs> i'm a woman man i'm a woman man, woman all over um <laughs> but yeah, if I had to pick my favorite track, like every track is phenomenal. I just like, um, but the the best, my favorite at least is Roland Stone. It's it. There's this beat switch in the middle where it kind of goes like, it's like, it gets grimier and it gets um like more. I don't know. I don't even know what to compare it to. It's a bit like um, that song. Uh, Beef by by. Well, it was originally a Carti song, but then Flo Millie did her own remix of it. Uh, yeah. It's a bit like that, but n not even. Like, it's really hard to compare this to anything. Like, I was thinking of it, and I was like, should I call this, like, female Igor? But that felt, like, derivative, <laughs> and it's not even true. It's not really all that much like Igor. Um, but, yeah, no, really, this is an amazing album. P probably my album of the year. It's definitely my rap album of the year so far. Um, though, Ooh, you know, that's a big hint. Well, we'll talk about injury reserve, uh, 
when whenever we do that because that's also mm. a really great one big distinction um, to be made there that it's not quite a rap album yeah i guess um yeah. but yeah uh i feel like not enough people are gonna listen to this album uh i feel like because she's a woman <laughs> in yes. in rap she's not going to get as much attention or a, as many awards so you mm. have to listen to this people i think she's uh, particularly in line though for a mercury prize i think that in the uk she has more than enough of a fan base where she'll get the props she deserves i just wish that it got to more ears because it is so good so yeah if you're listening to this and you haven't already listened to sometimes i might be introvert by little sims you should go and listen to it, <laughs> like, right now. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Do you want to move on, or anything else to say? Oh, that's pretty perfect, actually. Okay. Let's move away from rap for a second, because I want to talk right. about my other, like, front runner for album of the year, which is not a rap album. Um, Current Joys uh, released an album called Voyager. Have you listened to this one, Joel? I have listened to it after you told me to. Yes. <laughs> and what did you think about it? I thought it was quite good. I thought it was quite good. Mm. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed listening to it. But you wouldn't say it's your album of the year. No, I wouldn't say that. Well, Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um, yeah, no, Current Joys, you know, I've, I've always spoken about them. They're like one of my favorite bands. Well, they're not even really a band. It's just Nicola, Nick, Nick Radigan, um, who is the the... Uh, front man of Surf Curse. Uh, if you guys know that famous song "Freaks," "Freak" by Surf Curse, yeah, that that's that's that guy. And now Current Joys is that guy too. So yeah, um, Voyager is a really great album. Uh, it came out like just when we went on hiatus, and I really wanted to talk about it. Um, it's indie. It's like indie pop, but it's got such a melancholy vibe to it beautiful production quality uh, emotion Rattigan's voice is so, it's so good at showing a variety of emotion you know in every single track yeah. I agree though he's got he's very, he's very commanding with his voice I, I thought that that was a nice a nice thing because within the sometimes within these like songwriters and singers and stuff like their voice sort of becomes part of the furniture if that makes sense yeah he's got a very commanding leading sort of kind of tone that I like I do like. I did I did enjoy that. Mm. Yeah, for sure. And and like his voice is very unique in the indie sphere, at least in my opinion. And not just yeah. his vocal voice, I mean his artistic voice as well. There is something specifically unique about current joys and and Nick Rattigan and Voyager as an album. I yeah. There obviously there are things that sound like it, but there's nothing that does it this well, in my opinion. Honestly, I'd be hard pressed to tell you a track I didn't like on here. Um, they're so catchy. They've got great riffs to them, but there's also like loads of darker tracks. I remember first listening to it, um, listening to the track Naked, which is about basically sleeping in bed with your partner and then you have a panic attack. And like that was. I don't know, there's something just so raw about every that. Every time. Well, every time you're naked, you have a panic <laughs> attack. 
Um, but yeah, that's uh, not, not yeah, there's not something like relatable, <laughs> at least for me. Well, speak for yourself, Adam. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you you you're always naked. Ryo's actually naked right now. Ah, um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then also like the the track shivers is just so raw like just go listen to it all right it, it it's it's hard to explain why it's so deep like it i don't know it's raw emotion, as, okay. he's just current current droids is just as a music project is so good at capturing like that angst of teenage youth but without going into like the anger of it more to do with the melancholy like i feel yeah. like to use nirvana as an example they capture teenage angst in the kind of aggressive nature but with current joys, it's kind of the more melancholy nature of, you know, growing up and, you know, dealing with things like anxiety and depression. Are soft, are soft boys appreciate a bit more of a mellow. Exactly. Exactly. No, this is, this is legit soft boy music. I love it yeah. so much. It's my album of the year. Every track on here is great. Um, it's just beautiful. And if you haven't listened to it, which you probably haven't, you probably should. No, not probably. Definitely should go listen. To that album um but yeah uh okay where do you want to go next i want to go home adam <laughs> you're all uh, i don't know are you right uh <laughs> i don't know i don't know there's so many there's so many things okay shall we talk have you listened to the new jpeg mafia single no bloody hell go listen to it mate um tell me, okay. tell me about it though Okay, well, the new JPEG Mafia single, Trust, is phenomenal. Um, you know, Peggy, brilliant production, uh, timely, great energy to his music. Um, and yeah, Trust uh, brings the... Basically, Peggy has been, not in his music, but just generally, if you watch interviews, like he did an interview recently, well, relatively recently, at the beginning of the year, with renowned music critic anthony fantano busiest music nerd in the second best teeth in the game second best teeth only to Darrell gale of course i was um, gonna say anderson anderson packs got better teeth than them but... oh okay <laughs> um but yeah no anderson pack does have good teeth um but yeah and he brings a great energy after having kind of a depressive episode at least it seems because of the pandemic and everything that went on and not being able to tour but trust me is like kind of return to form a high energy he talks about everything's good everything's great and that's kind of the chorus where he's like you know just having a really positive mindset which is not something you really see from peggy that much and it's kind of like well this yeah. electronic backing track to it that keeps evolving as the track goes on uh and getting more layered and yeah it's just really good um so i recommend it do you want to talk about lil nas x's new album montero okay yeah we can do that I'd I'd actually like to do that. Okay, then go on. So it's surprisingly not bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, it is, isn't and, it? and I'm not, and I refuse at this early stage to talk about the uh, publicity around the whole thing because I know that that's going to be a high point of contention for a lot of people, and I don't even want to bother trying to explain to you why you're wasting your time getting so worked up about his his album release schedule and that that whole you know the whole promotion thing mm. um the album when you actually bother to listen to it is a nice listen it's not all trash it's it's genuinely good 
techno pop rap pop just like good good tunes a lot of them a lot of them are very listenable and there's a narrative going on you know there's it's it's Lil Nas X actually is quite a talented musician yeah um dare I say I enjoyed a lot of this album yeah I'd agree call me a call me a sellout you asshole (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to because I, I agree with you that, that if I called you a sellout I'd be a hypocrite because I really enjoyed this as well um, if I had to pick my favourite track it would like so easily be Industry Baby oh yeah for sure by miles by miles Jack Harlow's feature on that is so smooth Lil Nas X brings some great flows some br- great lyrics and it's just so catchy um, but yeah the rest of the album is really good too like it it, it does have this like great thing to it that the the beginning of the album is kind of like you know full of the pop rap um bangers that we expect from Lil Nas but as it goes on it begins to become more introspective uh and you know like reflective um even then, if you don't mind me introducing a little bit, but Montero is actually a really, really good song. Yeah. It's such a good song, Montero. It's, it makes it's me want to lap dance on Satan. And, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I join you. Yeah. I join you. It's, just, it's such a good song. Like, and for people that are just like, you know, all the other, you know, music purists and they think that they can't enjoy a pop song, that this song is so fun. And it's really well produced, and it's you know he's got such a he's got a great presence. I think Will Nasax, and it's not even been that long since I've known who the hell he is. Mm. And he's got he's got he's already got this presence where I think this man knows what he's doing. Yeah, you know? it's so enjoyable. Mm. A lot of the album has that to show for it. I think it's a great it's a great thing. So yeah, generally good album. Go listen to it if you haven't, which you probably have, since Will Nasax is pretty good at publicizing himself and yeah. his music um uh-huh. let's talk about the life of pierre P- five so the life of pierre five is the most recent uh album from pierre born uh not a very renowned rapper but a very well-known producer hey yo pierre you want to come out here that's that's one of, one of the greatest producer tags ever game. <laughs> yeah um you know a, a guy who's you know it, unique production uh has risen artists such as and specifically playboy carty to heights that maybe playboy carty didn't deserve to be in uh <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> oh you're gonna get slated for that <laughs> well i've already spoken about playboy carty on this podcast he's not that great of a rapper he's he's just carried by his producers anyway oh. Oh. <laughs> but then the inverse is well is Pierre Bourne, we know he's a good producer, but is he a good rapper? And the answer what did is... you conclude? The answer is not really, no. 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 He's, not, he's not a great no. rapper, but that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy this album. I enjoy it quite a lot. It's mindless. It's mindless fun. It's just Pierre going off in terms of production. Um, yeah, he's not delivering, like... He's not delivering Kendrick-level bars. The songs are very repetitive. They center around choruses. But the choruses are damn catchy, and the production is really cool. It's, yeah, it's just, like, if you want to hear, like, Pierre Bourne's production on where he's kind of, like, 
let loose and do whatever he wants, then that's great. That's what Pierre Bourne, Life of Pierre 5 is. Um, yeah. If you want to hear like some deep kind of, I don't know, thesis on life and rap, then you're not going to get that here. It's Pierre Bourne. <laughs> um, but you are going to get a good couple of catchy tracks where Pierre go- goes off. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. And you'll always be sure that the production is just really good. Yeah. And sometimes that's okay. It can just be like you can enjoy it simply for that. So, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, I'll, I'll do the cliffhanger recording now. All right. Uh, what am I going to say? <laughs> <laughs> this episode of That Film You Like will be continued uh, next week because we're doing a cliffhanger. No, that doesn't really make sense. Um, Tune in next week to find out how this episode concludes. How do you conclude? And I don't know. How do you do a cliffhanger? Oh no! <laughs> that's all right. Isn't it? That, that's a good enough cliffhanger. Oh no! That's it. <laughs> that's it. There you go, there. And then it just stops, and everyone's like, "What? Did did something go wrong there?" Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'll maybe be like. Oh no, they've recorded over an hour. Will they continue this episode next? Yeah, week? no, that's good. Yeah. Oh no! The boys, they've recorded over an hour. And so this episode will have to be cut in two. Tune in next week to find out what they thought about the rest of that music that they didn't review. Um, yeah, <laughs> tune in next Friday to find out because this is a cliffhanger. Big cliffhanger. Good, good, goodbye. Still love you. <laughs>